Hi, I'm Amber, and I'm popular. Hi, I'm Tammy, and I'm an exchange student from Tennessee. I like eggs. And this is the girls' room. Hi, what's up? This is 2000 a Pod. So, this week, we have a special guest, and her name is in fact not Tammy. Her name is... Sarah Sermitis with us this week, a talented graphic designer and a wonderful, lovely, beautiful friend. Also, Saran Wrap. Saraira, Saratra, Syrup. And I think that's it. All of the above. <laughs> so Sirskit in there too. If we say a condiment name, we're probably referring to our guest this <laughs> week. <laughs> uh, this week's fun fact is that it could take up to three months and five hundred dollars to get a dress altered um those are extreme numbers though uh yeah don't be in a wedding unless you're really committed to that person (laughs) you gotta be in it for the long haul you have to be ready to kill as a bridesmaid yeah pretty much oh goodness how's your week been so far sarah mine's been all right i had lunch with one of my old co-workers and that was great did you talk mad shit? Oh my god, so much. <laughs> I really hope my boss does not listen to this, because he was the roast guest of the week. <laughs> Hanging out with old co-workers is one of the most gratifying feelings. I hung out with my old boss and a manager from Starbucks a couple weeks ago, and there's a big fallout while we all quit. We were there for four hours, and all we did was complain, and it was so... Uh, it just felt good for the soul. <laughs> I I don't I've never done it before with an old co- coworker. Met up with them, and, <laughs> and I was like slightly nervous because like because of COVID, she was like kind of let go, but not really. But I haven't seen her in like a month, so I was like really excited to see her, but excited to catch up with her too. It was good. It's a good meetup. And I got ice cream before from my apartment complex. They were giving out free ice cream. Free ice cream. It was a good day. I'm being gypped. (laughs) (laughs) I get nothing. I'm still paying my full amount and I can't use any of my amenities. And I have to schedule a time to pick up my own packages. What? Yeah. You can't even use the pool or anything? Or do you have You have to sign a waiver and only a certain amount of people are allowed in. Oh, that's how mine is, but no one follows the rules. And they just, like, started letting people in it. Anyway, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I went to work this week, as per usual. Um, I get to do a bunch of extra work next week because I got a big project that's due that nobody has turned anything into me, and I am also working double shifts next week at the dance studio. Um. Yesterday, I drove to see all of my family, which was a thrill and a half. Um, And then I agreed to babysit my brother's kids for the night. That's a lot. Um, I only took two of them out of the four. But no baby, no baby, (laughs) no baby, and no teenager. Okay. But a middle schooler and a second grader. Cool. Yikes. (laughs) Yikes. <laughs> what time do they go to bed? Two in the morning? 
Uh, 11. Oh, okay. That's not too bad. But Alec, my roommate's kid, goes to bed at 9. So I had to make them pretend to go to bed at 9. <laughs> good, good. Poor kid has to go to bed when it's still light out. I mean, sometimes it's dark. It's working on it. <laughs> he gets up so freaking early. My niece and nephew slept till the very last minute. Of course. Um, but anyways, so they came over last night, and this is what my rant is about, by the way. So, Gavin, my nephew, he, I have very, like, extravagant press-on nails on right now. More so than usual. They have, like, little gems all over them. And he saw my nails, and he's like, those look so cool. Will you do my nails later? And, of course, I can't put fake nails on him, but he asked me to paint his nails on. So I was like, Why not? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I can't put fake nails on him because his they won't come off. <laughs> I'm pretty sure his mom, because he's with my brother for the weekend, and that's why I was babysitting him. But I'm sure his mom and all those children that live there are probably kind of homophobic, and I don't want them to get beat up. Oh, my God. I almost got in trouble as a kid. <laughs> I had my neighbor... My two neighbors come over, but I was like maybe 10 and they were like five and I painted their nails once and their dad came storming across the street to yell at me and I was scared shitless. I I don't understand why it's that big of a deal. If your kid's going to be gay, they already are. Um, But anyways, I painted his nails red and blue like Spider-Man and he was very happy and he goes into the living room to show his sister and my roommate and my other roommate and Alec, the little boy, and everybody's like, oh, they look so good. And Alec's like, you're weird. That's weird. I'm like, ready to beat a six-year-old up. And Andrew, like, is on it immediately. He's like, maybe you're the weird one, Alec. <laughs> I love it. Because everybody else here likes their nails painted. Yeah. And he's like, no, that's just weird. So, like, Alec went to bed, and Andrew was still mad about him being a turd. So Andrew painted his nails, and it made Gavin so happy. Aww. And then in the morning, he was like, look at my nails, Alec. I think you're the weird one still. <laughs> I love Who it. Who would have thought Andrew would be so sweet? And I... Who decided that, like, putting colorful things on your nails was, like, specifically a female activity? Like, it just doesn't make any sense. Guys used to decorate themselves all the time, and then, I don't know, somewhere along the line, it was, like, the grosser and nasty you are, the more manly you are. I'm like, you're just nasty. When my nephew... (laughs) When my nephew was, like, six, he... No, he was not that old. He was, like, three or four. He started crying because we wouldn't paint his nails. And most of the reason was he was so young, he, like, kept sticking his fingers in his mouth, and we were like, we cannot paint your nails, or you're gonna eat it. So finally, his dad came upstairs, and he let us paint his nails, and then we were like, okay, if we do it, you gotta let it dry. And we let him pick any color he wanted. The boy picked clear. He just picked the top coat. (laughs) He cried because he wanted a top coat. And if that's not the most dramatic thing you've heard, I don't know what is. (laughs) My little brother, um, when he was really little, like five... Um, I had green nail polish, and he was like, green is my favorite color, I love everything green, put that green nail polish on me, and I was like, so excited to do like that, because I was like, when I was a little kid, it was like, oh my gosh, a boy wearing nail polish, I, I have to take advantage of this opportunity, and yeah. also like, he's a little boy, and he doesn't see anybody, and like, what's the big deal? I paint his nails green, and my dad was never so mad at me, I was like... These days, he want to have something to say, I'd fight him. <laughs> but back then, I was like seven. I was like, ah! 
not goodness. a big deal. It's not even permanent. Comes off like maybe a week. You could take it off immediately if you want to. Yeah. I I'm that way with my boyfriend now. Cause I <laughs> I swear probably once a week I ask him if I could paint his nails. And he tells me I could paint his toenails, but like you gotta show off my work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One time he let me paint his nails black. And we were like in quarantine, so it didn't matter. But the next day he got called into work and he oh, took no. it all off. I spent like an hour making him beautiful so he'd keep it on and he took it off. I, I get it. I, I understand that if you're a dude and you work with people <laughs> some who manly are dudes, <laughs> some douchebags really is the correct term. Um, yeah, you might not want to wear a nail polish to work, but if you won't let me do it on the weekends. There's an issue, and you gotta get out of my life. Ryan won't let me paint his nails, but he will let me put lipstick on him, so, you know, the trade I just don't think he could sit still long enough for the nail polish to dry. I, I think put, that's the main issue. I put um, lipstick on Alec once, and I almost pissed myself halfway through putting it on his face. Was it bright red? It was like a bright pink one, yeah. When we were in high school, somebody was doing a project, and they wanted to put lipstick on Ryan, and whoever was doing the project asked me, they were like, am I allowed to put lipstick on Ryan? And I was like, I cannot consent for him. Why are you asking me this question? And they were like, well, do you want to do it? And I was like, I mean, I can if you need me to, but you can just do it. Geyser, our teacher was like, is that going to be okay? Like, is he going to get in trouble at home? And we're like, Geyser, I'd chill out. He's like, I just don't want kids to get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe that somebody asked me if I was like, oh, it's not my body, not my choice. I <laughs> stand by that all the way around. <laughs> oh, goodness. Jamie, how was your week? So, I've got a follow-up from last week. So, I'm scrolling on the TikTok, and I follow this girl. Her username is Rinstar. She's a linguistics teacher. She's very entertaining, very educated great woman so she was posting she shares a lot of stuff not just about linguistics but like she works at the inner city school and how things aren't just always pleasant suburbia white neighborhoods all the time she's like look at all the roaches in my school we need funding please be nice to our children kind of ordeal cool lady so she posted a video and it was in response to another tiktok where she um basically this girl works at a store and uh, girl and her husband came in and they wanted to buy condoms but they were trying to get pregnant because they were raised that safe sex could only be had if you had a condom on but they were like ready to try to start to have a family but they just didn't know like they were never educated that like that is how that worked and she was like that's so sad because like those people might be like highly educated have good careers and jobs but they don't even understand that that's like how you make a child. <laughs> anyway, so she was posting about like how in America our sex education is so poor and I was like, that's really funny. So I commented on her post saying, when I got my boyfriend, now husband, I asked him so many questions because I knew nothing about male anatomy. And so she responded and made another TikTok with my comment on it. That's so cool. Which is really cool, <laughs> but she was like, so many people do that and she was like I've had to google search and ask so many people in my life questions and like a bunch of people have like liked it and a couple people have commented on it being like oh my gosh me too I thought it was so strange I thought I was the only one or like my boyfriend asked me so many questions about having a period because he didn't even know what that was 
And I'm like, wow. So, outside of our podcast, it's not just us. It's globally a problem. Well, at least nationally a problem in America. And I also know there's plenty of people who had way less education than us about it. So, like, we're like, oh, we're so, like, dumb, don't know anything. There's people who are like, I didn't even know that it was called a vagina. (laughs) Yeah, and so I just thought that that was very interesting and topical for the week. Also, funny story about that. (laughs) Yeah, go for it. When I was, like, probably 10 or maybe 12 or something, I was watching the show House with my mom, Mm -hmm. and this lady got something wrong, and (laughs) I turned to my mom, I'm like, what is a vagina? I was, like, so confused. I'm like, is she okay? But my mom just said, ask your dad. And I will never never forget that because she was just laughing at me. And I was like, what is so funny? (laughs) Not, like, hurt your feelings, too, because if you laughed at you feel like you should know. And I asked my dad, and he just laughed, too. (laughs) When I was little, I called, um... My female organs, my front butt, because I did not know. <laughs> yeah, so that's unique and interesting. <laughs> losing her mind. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And we're back from our beautiful break. Hit it, Laura. Tinder tales, tinder tales, come on and grab your tinder pals. So, like last time we had a guest, we had them tell us their Tinder tales. And Sarah here, while she wasn't on Tinder long because she got herself a beautiful, wonderful boyfriend, (laughs) um, she was on there long enough to have at least one story. So, let us hear it. Yeah, I was only on Tinder for like a month tops. (laughs) But, okay, so I have two that like hooked. So the first one... He was a boy from Columbus. I was in Dayton at the time. And he was into everything I was into. He was huge Taylor Swift fan. He he just seemed like a great boy. But I met him like the same time I met my current boyfriend. And... No competition. It, yeah. He just fizzled out. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously the winner was Alec. But the second one was before that. He was a boy from Middletown. And he was, I was, I think, 21 or 2 at the time. And he was 19. And I think he Fresh out the womb. I think he was terrified at just that. That you were old enough to buy alcohol? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Like, if you were 20, it would have been whatever, but you can buy alcohol. Oh my gosh, so scary. <laughs> Do you also have stocks and only wear suits? <laughs> Are you Hillary Clinton? <laughs> I'm normal, I promise. But, um, obviously went to the movies and typical first date. And I don't even remember what movie it was, but I just remember it was fucking awful movie <laughs> so all I want to do is leave in the first place and then like he like tried to hold my hand but he was just way too nervous to do it so he just like put his hand next to me and oh, <laughs> I was like what are you doing 
Uh, he was so scared to even look at me when he left. Like, what you got to be scared that's of? That's rough, buddy. I, I was, like, kind of offended. I'm like, am I that scary? <laughs> I think on our friend intimidation list, you're one of the last people on there. Oh, my God. I have a rant about that, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't have a Tinder tale, but I had a weird dream last night about dating. So... My friend who got married about a year ago, I had a dream that she came up to me and she was like, I heard you and Ryan are having problems, which we aren't. I just, my dream, I guess we were having problems. And she was like, you should try what I'm doing. And I was like, what? And she was like, I'm on Tinder again. And I was like, but you're married. And she was like, yeah, we're swingers now. He's going to come <laughs> on the date with me like her husband and i haven't told her this i should honestly text her this before i air it on here i guess i never said her name so it doesn't matter but and i woke up and i was like is she really on tinder or did i do drugs before i went to bed because i feel so confused yeah but that was a very strange dream (laughs) sounds like it I do not have a tender tale for this week. Um, I, I just don't want to see people during a pandemic. <laughs> it feels weird. Um, I do have a stolen story I could talk about. Um, this one is from my dad, and it's also a partial rant. Um, if you've ever worked at a fast food place, they have stupid rules, especially about food waste. Oh, yeah, they'd rather you burn it all, and they want all the food gone, burned, unedible, unable to sweep up rather than feed their employees or a potentially pers- homeless person. They'd prefer it was actually poisoned so it kills people. <laughs> Seriously. Um, I worked at Panera, and we'd have all the pastries and stuff left over at the end of the night and all the bread, which we make new stuff every night, um, so we would donate it to food banks. But they don't always come pick up. So my managers would be like, take some home. It's such a waste of food. But if our big manager was in town, it's like, that has to all go in the garbage. You cannot touch it. You cannot look at it. Um, if you even think about it, I'll fire you. <laughs> and my like lower down level manager was like, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard take the food and if we get in trouble it's all on me but i'd rather we eat this 40 pounds of bread than throw it in the dumpster also it's so hard to carry all that bread to the dumpster (laughs) (laughs) but this particular stolen story is about that same topic and my father told me about it um he works for some factory where they ship food products And so a truck pulls up, and it's his job to load it. And he, like, opens up the back of the truck, and there's, like, a pallet of Swedish fish. Oh, no. Now, about two or three weeks ago, the same thing happened, but it was M&M's. And he was like, hey, the guy on the truck needs this gone. We Can we have it? And his boss was like, yeah, sure, you guys can have it. Like, no harm. Um, So now he's like, okay, it's Swedish fish. I was told I could have the M&M's before, so... There's nothing wrong with me taking the Swedish fish. So he takes the Swedish fish. And turns out his big boss is there for the night. 
His big boss, after my dad leaves for a shift, makes the littler boss throw all the candy away, and then the big boss is like, I'll be checking the cameras tomorrow, and if anybody went dumpster diving for candy, they're fired. I'm like... He was just saving what it for himself. What a psycho. <laughs> yeah. So my dad about loses his... My dad is an older gentleman and he will not tolerate stupid rules like this. <laughs> because he's like, why would you waste food? Yeah. Um, so my dad just loses his mind almost. Because he's not a, afraid to fight whoever is in charge at any time. Um but he still, like, snuck some goldfish out for him and his friend, whose name is Cornbread. Perfect. <laughs> Love that. Goldfish or Swedish fish? F- Swedish fish. <laughs> <laughs> some kind of fish. He was also telling me about another work incident of his that really reminded me of your Starbucks incident. God. My dad, he's always worked at factories and, like, freezers and stuff. He worked at this one company... And he had been there long enough that they had made him a supervisor. And then um, there was this older lady working there. And she was like a week away from retirement. (laughs) And um, HR wanted my dad to write her up for something incredibly stupid. Like she had to miss a day of work because she had a family emergency. And they wanted her to be written up. And my dad's like... She's literally retiring in a few days. I'm not going to write her up. So my dad ignores the request to have her written up for, like, three days. And then HR, like, has him come into a meeting and talk to him. And my dad is about ready to just beat this little punk's ass. Because it was, like, some dude a lot younger than him. And um, my dad is, like, starting to yell, getting really heated. And um, the factory is owned by like some Japanese people and one of the Japanese walked past the HR room as my dad's like yelling about to throw down and my dad was like decently well known so the guy was like Larry-san what is going on (laughs) and my dad's like they want me to write up a lady tomorrow is her last day and she is retiring and he's like absolutely the fuck not we don't treat people like that here and so he like wrote the HR guy up for being (laughs) an absolute dickwad. Um, And my dad just went on with his life and the lady retired. A few days later, my dad actually has to write somebody up for doing something wrong. And it turns out this guy not only, like, got written up that time for just being a huge prick, he got written up again. And they have, like, a write-up form that you pull up on your computer and fill out. Well, it was filled out with what this guy got written up for, and it was undeletable. They couldn't get it deleted. My dad brought in somebody who actually knew how to use the computers there. They couldn't do it. He eventually had to call the president of the company. He couldn't do it. They had to call IT, and it took them over three hours to get the stuff deleted. So this is what this man was written up for. He was going around telling employees that there was this other male supervisor, and when the He walked by, it rained in his pants. And he was telling all the employees this. And so it was just on the screen. And the president asked my dad, like, what did he get written up for? And he's like, I refuse to repeat this to you over the phone. You're just going to have to come in. And he had to drive like three hours to read this report. (sighs) That's rough, buddy. 
It was funny. It was the funniest thing I've heard in weeks. <laughs> Goodness gracious. So you can be harassed no matter what your gender is and no matter who's harassing you. Speaking of gender harassment, do I have a story that I was thinking about this week? So I'm in a couple of Facebook photography groups and there was an older guy in the group who posted that he wanted advice. But in my experience, all older male photographers that I've met must list their entire resume before they ask a question or advice just to prove that they are educated and they don't want to do it. So the post said something like, I've been doing this for 20 years. I like, I've been doing this and this and this kind of photography in these places. I'm deciding between these two cameras. Does anybody have one? I'd like to know your opinion. And it's like, you could have, I didn't need just the whole asked paragraph. The camera, yeah. So it made me think of a particular story that, um, I had a really big photo shoot once and I was photographing a bunch of projects. There was me and three other photographers on the shoot. And we also had like a director. We were doing it. I was taking a picture of a product in the evening. So the sun was directly on it. And a lot of times we'll pull out a screen or a diffuser. We had some stands, but they were using it in the back. So I asked the creative director cause he was just walking around. He was like, do you need help? And I was like, yeah, can you hold this diffuser? For you guys who don't know, this diffuser just cast a shadow onto it. So it's not like the sun's directly hitting it. And it was a metal product. So it was like beaming back at me. It was like mm -hmm. It's really chrome. just kind of like a big sheet that has like wire around it to hold it in place while you hold it with like two hands. Yes, yeah, and it just makes the light softer on it. So you can actually see what you're taking pictures of. He has been working in photo and film for 20 years. He's been a director of a bunch of shoots, photo and video, and I'm having him hold it and the shadow is not over the product. It's like over a bush next to it. And I was like, hey, can you scoot over a little bit? And he's like, yeah, you're going to have to tell me about lighting. I don't know anything about it. And I was like, well, you don't, me and the other photographer just like looked at each other and then looked at him and we were like, you don't know anything about lighting. You just, <laughs> we're talking about how you've been doing this for 20 years. How did you, who are you? How did you get this job? Like, and he was like. Anybody can hold a diffuser because you can look and see where a shadow is. Like, as long as you can stand outside on the sidewalk and look and see where your shadow is, you can do this job. It's not that hard. And so, like, he had been talking down to me for weeks. And then he just comes out and says, I don't know anything about lighting. And he wasn't being sarcastic? No. He was like, I'm not educated on it. He was like, I don't do that part of the job. And so, like... If it's a big budget, then you do have, like, a lighting director. But I'm like, there's no way you could have gotten this far by not knowing anything about lighting. Shit, I could call myself a professional photographer. Because I don't know a lot about lighting either. I'm just like, you know, <laughs> you're 30 years older than me. Your tripod is older than I am. <laughs> and you're talking down to me. And you don't even understand Ooh. the first rule. I was just baffled. So that really grinds my gears. Although... Burns your Bunsen. <laughs> we did have an older male photography teacher at the college we went to, and he was a pure ray of sunshine. And he fixed my camera more times than I can count, and I didn't even take his class. So. He saved so many of my projects. <laughs> <laughs> I actually got to work with him with in my old job in Dayton. That's so cool. Yeah, my my senior designer knew him personally. From a different job they had together. It was a really good time. 
<laughs> He's a sweetheart. Yeah. Do you have anything you need to rant about, Sarah? Get off your chest. I was just thinking. <laughs> I found something the other day. It was an article that was based on salary and gender. Oh. Mm. And, like, you hear, like, there's a, a, a wait salary job. gap between yeah. genders, but, like, the way this article described it was astronomical how crazy of a difference it was it it said someone of my status <laughs> somebody with your skill level and experience with college with a college degree not married who is in ohio mid 20s should make around $30,000 a year and the same, like, male version should make 80. What? <laughs> yeah. I don't know how accurate this <laughs> article was, but I was like, are you kidding me? Like, uh, I've worked and that's my for ass white people? off. I, I don't remember exactly what it said, but. That really grinds my gears. Yeah. <sighs> that's crazy. My and, husband. And there was, like probably 20 different charts of 20 different situations but they were all like that crazy that's insane but that's what really grinds my gears this week <laughs> yeah we could that could make me mad for an eternity but <sighs> laura's eyes were about to pop out of her head and then she just stopped <laughs> um when i worked at staples oh. there was a I worked in the printing department, and there were three of us. There were two boys, and there was me. And one of us had to be the supervisor of the printing department. And so I didn't want to do it. Um, The guy who had been there for a really long time hates his job and didn't want to do it. So the new guy did it. He's been a manager somewhere else, but still very close in age to me. Um, Maybe a year, maybe two years older. He was being paid $13 an hour to be the supervisor, which for a job like that in Ohio sounds about correct. My boss gave me a 50 cent raise from associate to supervisor. I understand I've never been a supervisor before. Maybe you wouldn't pay me the $13, but I couldn't even be paid $10. And I went and talked to her about it because I was like, you're a lady. You understand that, like... Why the heck are you paying me so low? And she's like, well, that's just how it is. I'm like, you are a gay woman. I know you've been discriminated against. Why are you treating me like a garbage can? She treated all the girls like garbage cans. Like, for some reason, she was sexist against women. That makes me more mad. (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. My boss is kind of the opposite. He has four daughters and, like, Sometimes he, like, accidentally calls me honey, and he's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, it's okay. It's gonna, have you ever been to a Cracker Barrel? They all call you that. Jamie. (laughs) I've worked at Cracker Barrel. Uh, I go in there maybe once every three years. and every time I'm like, This is a time warp, but how am I here? It's always under very odd circumstances. It feels like you've stepped into a different universe inside Mm -hmm. there. It's not intentional ever that I've been there. They're like deep Tennessee. 
I thought of a story that I wanted to share before we move on to our last break and our questions. We met Sarah at school, but how we really met Sarah was Laura and I were in a sticky situation and Sarah had our backs. This is how we solidified our friendship. Yeah. So while Sarah was working at Cracker Real, this is when the story begins. There was a public transportation where we lived and by public transportation I mean very minimal you had to catch the bus at the exact right time there was only two times it would come in your neighborhood a day like it was not very accessible nowhere near New York's level of public transportation better than nothing but like bus schedule is whack so Lauren so basically and I nothing. <laughs> decided we were gonna get bus passes for the day which were like two bucks a piece and we were gonna go to the mall we did not get to the mall. We were so concerned. We didn't know where we were going. And we were like, we have no idea how we're getting back, how we even really got on the bus. Um, so we were like, we will just get off once we actually know where we are. And we like hit a stop and we we're like, okay, we know where we are. We're just going to get off the bus and we could like do something around this area. We're like five to six miles down the road from our apartment. And the bus is not coming back at this point. We're about two, two and a half miles from a Target. And we so were like, we got go. dropped off at the bus stop outside of Wendy's. And we were like, oh, it's not that far. Like, we'll just walk home. Well, first we were like, we'll walk to Target and we'll hang out there because we wanted to do something today. And then we'll just walk home because, like, it's not that big of a deal. There were no sidewalks. We were walking down, like, a main road that was, like, 50 miles an hour <laughs> yeah. we were walking Four lanes wide. under an underpass and so we get to target and we're like in target and we're like we're gonna die i just walked two and a half miles i'm so out of shape and i was like we need somebody to come pick us up we it had can't. started raining too yeah. <laughs> so we were like we have to call somebody um every my friend chris who usually drove me around during the week he was home in cincinnati uh, which was like over an hour away. Ryan um, was at work. Ryan was at work. And so the only person that we thought would be available is Sarah. I didn't have Sarah's <laughs> have no phone. life. <laughs> you were. Well, here's the thing. Sarah, I didn't have her phone number. We weren't like homies yet. And Jamie is a puss. So <laughs> I had to call Sarah on her phone. And we call Sarah and she's like, I'm actually hanging out with my friend from my hometown right now. I mean, I can pick you up, but both of us have to come. So we were like, please, please do. So you and your friend came and picked us up and took us home. And really, it was a blessing. If that hadn't happened, I mean, I'm sure we would have gotten close under some other circumstance. But it was like... We just desperately needed a pal, and you were like, yeah, sure, and I was like, I don't care if your friend's a convicted felon, I can't walk home. I completely did not remember this until we started this <laughs> story. Uh, but that's how I learned you worked at Cracker Barrel, because we had a couple classes together, but like, We none had of us every were, class together. But none of us were like hanging out outside of school at this point yet. Oh, was it that early? It was, it was that early. If me and if Jamie were walked, walking, yeah, it, it must have been warm. Early. Because we, I remember the first time I brought some friends home from school, I had, like, you, Nicole, Adam, and maybe one other person. No, it was the three of them, and I tell them this story all the time. But Nicole and Adam walk in, and, uh, I couldn't think of your name, Laura. <laughs> oh my gosh. Nicole and Adam walk in, and Laura's like, uh... 
lips, but okay. And then Sarah walks in and she was like, I get it now. Because <laughs> she was like, you and Sarah could be friends because you look similar enough. Sarah actually walked in first and I was like, okay, that looks like somebody would Jamie would be friends with. <laughs> because I know your friends from high school. And then Nicole walked in and I was like, she looks a little weird, but like arts girly. Like, okay, maybe Jamie could be friends with her. Adam walks in and like, they're a super chill person. I really like them. But they were the weirdest looking one out of the group. And I was like, Jamie, where the fuck did you find these people? Which is funny because I think I was friends with Adam before anybody else. Well, I remember, like, I was friends with Nicole because we went to the bowling party together before school started. And then Nicole was friends with Adam. And then we all, like, started hanging out. And then I think you came in. And then it was all history. Yeah. We have we had a big friend group. We were cool. We were the coolest in the school from we, our like sixty we had person the table. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> there was a specific table with the most outlets, the best lighting, the best location. It was like a real like office oval desk, and then like the rest of our like atrium had like little garbage desks. And the kids who sat at the good desk were, like, the cool, popular ones. And, like, for an art school of 100 kids, like, nobody's really that cool or popular. But we got the freaking table. <laughs> you know what I was talking to somebody about the other day? So, at the school we went to, we were all required to have the same equipment. Helped set us up for success. We all had the same camera, same laptop. A couple people didn't because they already had a laptop that, like, met the qualifications. But, like, we all pretty much had the same stuff. So, I would just leave my backpack with my $1,500 laptop in it and my camera and go to Taco Bell and not worry that anybody was going to take it. Isn't that wild to think about now that you could leave that much money in a backpack and nobody would touch it? Like, it was a great campus to yeah. be on. Like, I was just, I can't believe that I would leave my backpack there. That's unimaginable now. Mm-hmm. I won't even leave my coffee cup somewhere now. I <laughs> sure. Well, you and Ryan got your backpack his backpack stolen out of his car so it's like even scarier i got robbed from my car not too long ago um so i'm just like extra like don't take my things i'm poor Uh, getting stuff stolen from you is just it's a lot and so is everything we just talked about so i think we're gonna take one more quick break and we're gonna be back with an extra special guest for the question round on top of our already lovely guest sarah we'll be back Uh, i'm gonna record like the first part that would have been the introduction to that okay and we're back from our beautiful break. Um, we're going to ask a few kid questions. Um, my roommate, Andrew's son, Alec, is here with us today. And he is just going to answer a few questions about love and marriage. You're smart, right? Yeah. So we thought you could answer these questions because we need somebody smart. What happens at a wedding? I actually don't know that. What do you think happens? get married that's accurate yeah. you think anything else happens um, what kind of people do you think come people that you know yeah what kind of food are you supposed to eat at a wedding i don't know at my <laughs> wedding i had mashed potatoes so sound good 
<laughs> Have you been to a wedding? Yes. Whose? Jordan's and someone else's, but I forget. Do people wear pretty clothes? Yeah. Did you wear pretty clothes? Yeah. <laughs> did, right. did anyone make you dance? No. No. Did you go with your dad? Yeah. Okay. Alright. Uh, what's our next question for you? I know my grandma, I think. Oh, with your grandma? Um, what do you think the definition, or what does love mean? What's it mean when two people say they love each other? I don't know. What's something that you love? Video games. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, buddy. Do you love any people? I don't really want to talk about it. I just don't want to do this. Okay. okay. Uh, here's a question that I think you'll like. What's your favorite Pokemon? That's easy. Probably, like, Mewtwo. What's your, what do you like about him? He's just, like, cool because he has, like, this cool, like, mega evolution. Oh, that's pretty cool. What color is he? Like, really light purple and dark purple. He, he looks like a big cat standing on his back paws, right? So, sort of? Yes, yeah, sort of. Alright, and we got one last question, and then you can go back to your video games that you love, okay? Okay. Where do you think babies come from? Moms. That's a solid answer. Alright, um, if you want to go back to your game, you're good. Thank you. You heard it here first, folks. Babies come from moms. <laughs> <laughs> Which isn't entirely false. Let's give Ellick a round of applause for participating. And we have a few more questions for each other, and then we will finish this podcast out. Cool. My mom is the infamous mom that <laughs> sends in questions to this podcast. I love it, though. Keeps them alive. Seriously. We'd be dead without you. Have you ever felt the need to change who you are just to fit in? 100%. (laughs) Yeah. I had all black friends in middle school. Okay. Well, (laughs) I feel like I definitely did at some points. Like, I went through where a phase where I had to straighten my hair every day because somebody told me that my hair looked whack and I needed to straighten it, so I did. Um, But... Once I got bullied and I didn't have any friends anymore, I was like, there's no one to impress. So I was just lame and people liked it. And my planner had Hello Kitty on it when I was 14 years old. And it is what it is. (laughs) Have you ever done anything extreme to fit in? Anything extreme? I went to Catholic school. To fit in? yeah oh my gosh uh that sounds like a story time Uh, it's really not it's just everybody in my family went to catholic school and i really liked hanging out with my cousin and that's what she was doing and i was like i want to go and then i went and i was like i want to leave yeah that seems very strange to request to go to catholic school my mom was like i know that we all went but it's expensive what about you, Sarah? Have you ever done anything crazy? I'm really trying to think. I really, really hard. <laughs> oh, I bought some sweatpants because it was cool to wear them to school in middle school, but I didn't like to wear sweatpants. I just wanted to wear my jeans from the kids' section at Kohl's and be in peace. 
I really wanted skinny jeans so bad in middle <laughs> school. And my mom was like, no, they look slutty and they're so tight and you're not going to fit into them because you're a fat kid. I was like, mom, please, I just need skinny jeans to be cool. That's so funny to me. And I finally got a pair in high school. That's amazing. And they still weren't like that skinny. They were just straight leg jeans. <laughs> <laughs> they were like the skinny jeans that say they're skinny jeans, but like... You could fit a whole nother foot in the ankle with you. Good. Good. I will definitely say in middle school, I had the worst closet I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) Anyone own. It was like oversized capris and like sweatshirts. Yes. I definitely did not fit in in middle school. (laughs) I tried really hard, but I think my clothes just said... Don't talk to me ever. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how you were in high school, but college, you were like, I am the college girl. Be my friend. Oh my god, college. I knew I had to make friends quick because I couldn't make it two years without talking to anyone. <laughs> and my roommate at the time, I could not spend a minute with her, so cool. I had to make friends. We had the cool apartment. We did. Because we actually liked each other. Everybody else had, like, a hostile roommate situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Laura, when we were in high school, was like, Jamie, be my roommate. And I hadn't even looked at the other options, so I was like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> well, I had looked at the roommate options, and it was like, somebody with a lizard, somebody who was like, pets are the scourge of the earth, and then some other weirdo. Some art kid shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. But, oh, something else you were going to talk about. We're going to give a comprehensive review of Taylor Swift's new album because we have the number one Taylor Swift fan here. I'm going to feel really bad about this one. <laughs> so my review is brief, but um, I like sad indie girl music. That's what I listen to. I am art school trash to the extreme. And I think that she did a pretty good job, but I, it's definitely still Taylor Swift. It's not like super indie, but I don't have anything negative to say. I really like the song Exile, and I like the song Last Great American Dynasty, and nobody else does, but that's fine. You don't? I like it. I love it. Um, And everybody's obsessed with the song August, and I think it's overrated. (laughs) My opinion is that I liked pretty much all of it, but none of them are my new favorite Taylor Swift song. I was going to say, like... Taylor, I love you. If you ever listen to this, don't think anything less of me. (laughs) But this is not my favorite album. (laughs) I couldn't tell you which one is my favorite. I have, like, there's always one that I really like on each album. And on this one, it's called Folklore, by the way. Um, There's not one that stands out to me. Like, there wasn't any singles. I get it. It was like a surprise album like even on the way over here I listened to the whole thing and like (laughs) I was like really trying to pick a favorite I I I guess cardigan you could say was a single and I I like that one and one Jamie thinks is overrated (laughs) I really like August and Betty's pretty cool and Invisible string. I like that one too. But I have a hot take for you. I didn't like Lover 
hardly at all except the same host. <laughs> and everybody's like, how dare you? But I didn't love Taylor Swift to begin with. I don't dislike her at all. I really like Reputation. That's my favorite album. And everybody's like, that's not Taylor Swift at all. So I really thought Lover was going to be absolutely awful after Me came out. Yes! And I was... It the was, disappointment of a lifetime. I liked about half the songs on Lover. I didn't like the first single on Lover. I didn't like Look What You Made Me Do on Reputation. Like the main song on the Yeah, on I didn't like Shake It Off from yeah. 1989. There, I just don't like... She could pick a better single. There are better options. I don't know why she does that. They're just <laughs> too juvenile and gross to me. But... Right. <laughs> Yeah. But I did like most of the songs on Lover. And I think Lover didn't get its glory. Like, it didn't get a tour, obviously, because of COVID. It's the only one, obviously, the only concert I didn't go to. I went to every single one, including OG Taylor Swift album, when she was opener I for Rascal Flatts. Really, like country tailors <laughs> I've been a fan since day one and I will say I do not like folklore as much as the others yeah all right I think that really wraps up this week's podcast as always if you would like to ask us questions if you want to be a guest on the podcast if Maybe. you just <laughs> it's really not like that bad dinosaurs <laughs> Email us at two pals in a pod at gmail dot com, or you can find us on Twitter at two pals in a pod. It's not that hard. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.